Do you You're love white making... people? Yes, of course I love white people. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to The Fallen State. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Don't forget, The Fallen State is on Patreon now. So click the Patreon link in your little description to help support our work. And thank you in advance. So I have with you a very interesting person, Dale Harrison. And Dale is a stand-up comedian, actress, singer, and co-host of Let's Talk Hair on Fox. So welcome, Dale. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad you came. Um, I want to ask first, so you you sing. What type of uh, singer do you do? You know what? I uh, have a song I think I've written in every, like, genre, you know? But you can hear the raspiness of my voice. You know, I tend to sing uh, more soulful, right. you know, things. Yeah. I, I consider my voice the trumpet, you know, the, the horn, not the trumpet, but the horn. Um, so, you know, I like the funk, you know? Yeah. Like, have you, did you grow up singing or something? In the church, like, yeah. you know, like every black yeah. singer, you know, <laughs> yeah. we grow up with our grandma being like, get in, we need something to do with that child. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We're right. going to put her in the cry, you know, um, but not, not, you know, I get the choir in church and then choir in school because yeah. you just be uh, filled with activities when you're little, you know. And so you're walking down the road one day and decided, hey, I'm going to become a comedian, actress. So, you know what? I was actually uh, always encouraged by my friends to become a comedian. And I used to look at comedy and be like, I just want to, like, write. You know, I imagine myself like, ah, I just could enhance, you know, because I could yeah. look at the jokes and I could see the punchlines, you know, coming or feel like, oh, they would have they would have said this. <laughs> and uh and it wasn't until I worked at this like nightclub and my homegirl was an actress and she had a fearlessness about her. She would come in practicing lines and, you know, people would be like watching her and she would be like full fledged, you know, fourth <laughs> wall up. Nothing, you know, not paying attention right. to them at all. Yeah. And, you know, I was just like, I want that kind of confidence. And we went, took a trip to Miami one time and she was like, mama, we got to get you on stage. This is, you know, this is crazy because I would be telling her my stories and right. mimicking people and accents and this. And, and, uh, and when we, we never found the stage in Miami, but when I got back home, that kind of gave me the courage to go with my best friend to this open mic and right yeah, in nice. Baltimore and, uh. How did you end up at the coast host on Let's Talk Hair on Fox Soul? Because I was in the car one day and I was like, Lord, where is my own show? <laughs> <laughs> and because that's, you know, what I've, I've even wanted, like from the day one, I've always wanted like my own show. Yeah. And I remember being frustrated in the car. I just moved to California. Somebody, this African man hit me. <laughs> two weeks in my in my aunt's car, totaled the car. Two Whoa. weeks after I got here, you know, and then he had the nerd. <laughs> when he he hit me, I got out of the car. He was like, "You hit my car." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I not, you know, he's clearly sleeping in the car, <laughs> and I had that going on. And so I'm at the gas station, and something else, some other news came in, and I was like, "Lord, where is my own show? I am tired of this." <laughs> and Right then and there, I got a phone call from a, a homegirl. Uh, an email was like, hey, Dell, my name is Olu. My friend Celia, uh, whom I know from New York, Celia Peters, uh, recommended you to come in and try out to host this show. Whoa. I'm talking about instantly. Ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. And I just like, you know, I've been mastering like, Lord, I don't want to have my back against the wall. I want to be able to like do that because I've done some other things. I've lived in some other places and I've been like, Lord, I'm tired. Where is and then it will immediately, you know, like, you know, because that's just how the Lord works. You Maybe know, you scared him. No, no. 
What it is is I'm coming boldly to the throne there because that's how we have to come to the throne. We cannot come Without and be doubt. like, excuse me, Lord, you think you could pop because the Lord promises us through his covenant with our fathers. It has nothing to do with us. You know, yeah. he promises us through the covenant that we are already wealthy. We are already living in abundance. So when we come boldly is when we get things immediately, you know, because I'm not being like, where is my own show? And then I'm checking my email being like, did they call me yet? Now, did they call me yet? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, where is my own show? And then I'm leaving it to the Lord. And then he'd be like, oh, you trust me like that? Oh, can you go right here? You know, so. Amazing. How yeah. long have you been doing that show? Well, that show was such a long process to get on. So when I auditioned, that was in 2016 when I first got oh. here. And then we uh, we did a pilot. And then that station, that sh the executive producer, Olu, worked for that we was able to do it at her TV station. Then they closed down. Then we started just gradually doing footage. You know, she was like, okay, let's cover the Afrolicious Festival. Then we got that. Then we were shopping it around, and then they were like, oh, we need more than one episode to right. put it on, like, regular television. And then uh, I had met these other uh, folks on my journey, Butcherbird Studios. God, I love them so much. They, uh, We had shot another show, calling out to the Lord again, uh, where I hosted a comedy show. And then they had hit me just randomly and was like, hey, um, what about that hair show that you had showed me a long time ago because I had introduced them to Olu and they was like, well, what about the hair show? So then, uh, they was like, well, we need to, we never even saw you live. They shot a pilot with me hosting standup and they had never seen me live, you know? Yeah. So they was like, well, we want to see you live. And I was just happened to be performing at the improv that night on D Ray show. And then they came out and then after I performed, they, we sat at the bar and they was like, all right, back to this other show. And I was explaining to them how we could get it done with a minimum budget. And they was like, mm, I think we could do it. So I was like, oh, my God, Olu. I call it Olu. And then uh, I worked for, uh, for uh, another show. I did another show on Fox. And I had been in contact. I stayed in contact with the VP because he had recommended me for something else, like mm -hmm. some voiceover stuff. And so I have been, you know, every show that I ever get, I'd be like, oh, VP <laughs> over at Fox, I'm right back at the door with this next thing. And so I had come back to him there and uh, told him about the Let's Talk Hair. And he was like, oh, we have a platform, oh, which nice. is Fox Soul. And so he sent me to James DeBose who is the CEO over at Fox Soul, and that's how we get it on. You know, and so they, thank that. you so much. I so. saw, I was looking at some of your comedy, mm -hmm. and I saw the one about black people don't tip. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Black people. So it's young black people under, yeah, you, said it, that. you know, under 40 that right. doesn't tip. You know, like when we're over 40, now we're like more established. Right. We know to tip. We have the give and receive procedure. But when we're young, uh, you know, and I've been uh, guilty of this myself. We're young and we're in this like, you know, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like not take mentality, but like you're not going to get over me mentality. Yeah, you know, you're right. That's about that. what it is. Yeah. And so, you know, like when I worked at a restaurant, white people are giving their children the tip money. They're like, yeah. honey. Give it to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even if the child is like, no, I want to keep this for me. And they're like, oh, no, honey, that's not your. That's it. So they're getting the training on here's what to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, black children are going to the restaurant by themselves off a job that they had to get. You know what I'm saying? And part of that money for the job got to go to the mama cable bill money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, it's a different mentality. Now, of course, it's, you know, I used to be a cheap tipper, too, uh, when I was black. Yeah. I did not like Tim. <laughs> when you was black. <laughs> and what color I, are you now, Jesse? I'm as black as he's in space now. <laughs> I'm white on the inside, but I'm black on the outside. Yeah, yeah. But the thing I didn't like about tipping is when they tell you how much to give. Yeah. Like on the, they have like 10%. If, yeah. it, if you pay this much, 10%, yeah. 20%. And I didn't think they had the right to tell me how much yeah. I could give, right? Because I didn't tell a waiter to get a job thinking I'm going to tip them. Yeah. It's our I've culture here. I've changed from that now. Yeah. 
See, and it's our culture here. Another thing, too, that a lot of people who are low tempers, because not just blacks are low tempers. Like, you know, I get whites from Tennessee. You know, I'd be like, oh, can't take that table either, guys. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. If, you know what I'm saying? Like, like so there's, you know, uh, Europeans, they're... Uh, waiters waiters and waitresses over there are the tip is already included they get a salary so they they're not oh, reliant they upon tips yeah. it's our culture that has uh you know adopted the tipping mechanism of, you know on the customer yeah. but also too a lot of people don't understand that tipping is actually giving into the kingdom you know so you're not giving it to the person you're giving it to, into the kingdom Amazing. and you're giving you're going to receive that so even if you get bad service once you think about oh i'm gonna give this into the kingdom then you could go ahead and give 25 percent, you know because that money is coming right back to you before you even get home right. you know what i mean yeah. so it's, it's let me that. ask uh this hair show that you're doing mm -hmm. are you giving black women tips on how to do the hair or, or or what kind of hair to wear or what? It's all of it. We're, I'm not giving the tips. We are the uh, consumer experts. So, like, you know, I am a hair, I call myself a hair anista. You know, I'm a hair products junkie. Right. I have my hair, and, you know, if you look at my page, my hair is in a different style almost yeah, every day, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that's what she wanted for us, people who are consuming the products so that we'll know what to ask the experts because... When you have experts that are leading a show, then experts have particular products that they like, companies that they work with. Ours is non-biased, so I can feel a product and I can be like, uh, I'm, mm, I wouldn't wear that. No, it didn't work for me because, you know, you yeah. have a non-biased opinion. So, But we're actually using the journey of hair to discuss all issues surrounding black women, how our hair, you know, people want to touch our hair. We're, then we get into, like, we have an episode about touching hair, but then we have an episode about Sarah Bartlett, who was this black woman who was put on display because of her body. Like, she had an hourglass figure. She was a plus-size woman. And this white man used to take her around and, you know, have her scantily clad and, you know, would put, basically put her on display because she was so, like, he couldn't believe in the hourglass right. figure. It's, but people be touching her. It wasn't a pleasant experience for Sarah. So we're talking about our history. And then we have some things like travel, funny stories. You know, oh, I'm there okay. for the comedic relief. I was glad that you were coming and that you were into the hair thing because I, I wanted to ask you, why did the black women and some men, not all, not all, but most, why have they stopped combing their hair? Because I see at the gym and I see women on TV and or out in... You mean they, the bush? They be like dressed up. like. <laughs> you mean the bush? Yeah, they have like what looked like a fro or something. Yeah, yeah. But they don't comb it. They just yeah. And, and why they and and it make this part of the face look unkept. Yeah. Why this part look nice? What yeah. is that about? And what do you say to them when they come and ask you about hair? About that? Well, what, what point are they trying some, to make? Some black men is out here looking good with that bush, you know. <laughs> so. Um, when I see the guys, they be having all those braid things on. Like a ball, the black guy. Yeah. And I see the women with froze. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, they just stop combing their hair. Well, the fro is not not combing the hair. The fro is the bush that we experience in, like, if you look at the 1960s, you know. Right. My mother grew up in the 70s, you know, where she had a fro, and they would pick the fro out. And so the fro would be, like, neat. I remember those days. Now we are texturizing the fro. So the fro is actually not uncombed. It, they are actually coiling the hair up at night and then taking it out so that it can look like a bush because sometimes people have a straighter pattern. So they can't just let the hair go, you know, go unkept and then it just be a bush. They have to work at those coils. So where it may look unkept is actually a style. Now, some people are looking unkept because you might be growing it out. You might be dreading it. You, you know, or some people like it's, it's literally a, like a hippie, you know, a hipster style. Like, you know, you see brothers in Bushwick. I mean, you know, you even see some, um, you know, non-brothers in Bushwick that, you know, Bushwick, Brooklyn, that is, um, 
that might be into the hipster style and are, you know, letting the hair wear out. But then you see they've 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 manicured the goatee. You know, they've yeah. done all these other but things. But why does uh, business black business men and women do it? Because you know, like when I was growing up, and especially uh, my sisters and aunts and things, ain't no way my grandmother would let them leave the yeah. house looking like that. Yeah. They're like, get back and comb your nappy hair. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but why? And, and black women at one time were doing their hair up. They looked professional. Yeah. They looked nice. Yeah. But all of a sudden, it stopped. And they started doing that. I think. What is it they try? What they want? No, but I think when you define. See, because you come from a different era. So when you're defining professionalism. Like, that's how the news used to do it. The news used to be like every, if you look at Fox's uh, newscasters, right. they consider professional white, blonde, straight hair and thin. You know, every newscaster looks just like that. Now you are, you have a different culture that has changed the narrative of what is professional because. I should not have to straighten my coily hair because you consider it unprofessional. So that's what they're doing. They are exercising the right to have a coily hair, and that still be professional. If I but wear my hair coily, look right though. Well, it, it to you though, like but to not, you, it looked like they're not going to work because they. It's just they got up that morning in a rush and. Because of I the if cultural can't. training you've had, your mother trained you that when the hair is coily and in a bush, it is not tamed. Right. Today's culture has been trained that when the hair is coily, I've accepted my natural state. So that's what, you know, they have a whole different cultural perception on the hair. Which look better to you, um, a black woman that hair is, like yours is neat and combed and... Because like this you is got the style I sense. chose today, but I can show you some pictures where I've got my bush on, I've got the coily on, I can show you pictures where I had my hair in a mohawk and I have it all up wild. And I that's saw the, the mohawk, story. but I thought you did that because at the time you're on stage doing your, your show and you just want to have a certain style, but you wouldn't go to work like that, right? Oh yeah, I was going to work like that because but when you, I had the mohawk is when I was working at a regular nine to five. That's before I went full time stand up. If I hired a black woman and she came in, hair neat and nice and combed and looked like she got sense, and then I hired her, and then a week or two later she come in with a fro, she can fire. See, well, that's where the discrimination comes in because you have hired her based on her appearance. Yes. But you, when you hire a person, you have to hire them based on their capability. No. It, yeah, that's important too. But looks is important too. Matter of fact, but first she, impression like, is more important than once you find out what she knows. Okay, but first when I was when I had a mohawk, right? I worked at a prestigious law firm. I was the only network administrator there. I came in with a mohawk. My hair dyed. When there was a problem with these lawyers, attorneys, people coming in, high power people, I always wore my hair in a mohawk. I would come in with it. Sometimes I would come in with it standing like straight up. Wow. When there was a problem. I imagine white people like, what the? But those same white people, no matter what you were wondering, when you called me, the system was down. The telecom, the office needed to be moved. The entire system needed to be rebuilt. You still called that same person with the mohawk with the hair standing straight up. It does not matter my appearance. It matters my ability because our appearance is, if you think my appearance is unprofessional, it is simply a mindset. If I am, like, I'm not at work scantily clad now. I'm at work still in my business casual, uh, you know, wear. But my hair is my expression. It is the expression. It is the woman's crown, not just the black woman. It's the woman's crown. But if you have, uh, if you've been raised in an era where they taught you that a certain Thing is not professional, then that's why you would have a hard time accepting it. But in today's day, we all work from home. Black women are more educated. Black men are more educated. So it's like, if even if you had a fro, if you could do the job, that should be the thing that matters because then you are 
you are not going by appearance, you are going by ability. But appearance used to be important to human beings. And, I think it still and, is. But not if you got that fro thing going on there. See, I, uh, because no, that's... Would, if, let's say that a white company had a standard, you have to dress a certain way, like Fox, you mentioned Fox. Mm -hmm. And then someone came in and they wasn't, they didn't meet that standard mm -hmm. with the hair and everything. Don't they have a right to fire that person? No, they do not. Why not? Because, see, that's their business. these can... white companies in particular, their standard used to be that you had to be white. So, nice, huh? so that's what I'm saying is if we are constantly obeying a standard and not challenging what is the abnormal, because that right there is abnormal, we should be able to look and be as how we please. Now, if I'm coming to the work and I got foam around my mouth and clearly <laughs> I've been on drugs, yeah, that's unprofessional. Why but a that? hairstyle it's too much focus on like that that that's the least thing we should be focused on when a person may be otherwise well kept but if you if it's your company you built the company you have a right to have the type of standard that you want right you and, do and you're but, not wrong for doing that okay you can have Am I right the about standard that? but then you don't have the diversity. You basically got the Stafford wives. If everybody got to look like you, think like you, dress like you, feel like you, you have a robotic company and your company doesn't get the benefit of growing from these different mindsets. These eclectic people are geniuses. But if you know I did saying? it that way, I still have a right to do it. I, and no one I, has a right. No, I don't to, think to tell you me have no, right? the right to it. Because Why not? I built I, the company. Well, I feel like you are now discriminated because that's what black people go through. We go through people being like, well, I built this company. Right. I have a right not to not to have women in, in high position. I have yes. a right not to have black men in this. You know, even on the, on our football team, you know, on our foot and in our football industry it used to be like oh uh black men are too dumb to be the quarterback like that used to be a standard way of thinking then you got these young black men that come in here and they are quarterbacks and they take them to the super bowl and they win so it used to be that black men could not be head coaches like do you understand like i understand what you're saying but i think what you might be missing if it's my football team that i built and i want all white people only Right. Mm -hmm. Or if I bring in a black but don't want to be the, the head of the thing, don't I have a right to do that? No. But why? I built the company. This is America. How can an outsider tell me what my standards should be? Because you they are. They don't have to work for me. They can go somewhere else and get a job. Okay. And that's what we face as blacks. But what's People wrong with y'all? Is there something wrong with that? What? <laughs> Why do black people see something being wrong with that? Well, when you think, why, what, no, well, not just black, all people see something is being wrong but with that. But white people don't. Yes, they do. No, they feel imposed upon. No, they don't feel that way because you still have, you still have white, like take for instance the white women. They're still fighting for pay equality. You know, they have a feminist movement. I know, but those that. are crazy women. No, they're not crazy women. Oh, they're, they're women crazy. who work hard and are providing for families just as well. They need to stay home and let the man take care of them. Okay, but if the man has a boy, has aborted mission, then they have to now go out and get that money for their family. And why is she making less? Because a man created a company and now says, oh, I'm going to pay this guy who works less more than this woman who is working more, making better decisions, whatever. He does not have the right because, to that. Because men have worked longer in the work field, so they get more. The women are coming in later in life, so they're going to start out at the bottom like anyone else would. Okay, they've isn't worked right? longer in a capitalistic society. Right, but isn't that right, though? No, that is not correct. What do you they mean? have worked longer in a capitalistic society. When you look at the Bible, the woman has gone out to buy a field. The woman has provided for the family as well. There was no oh, we you know the man is natural for a man to be a provider. Y'all should be. We in fact, as every woman, we want y'all to be yeah. the provider. We desire it. Yeah. But if you're not there, I'm not gonna be over here. Like, oh, where's my provider? But how about Lord? married women with children, and they want to go to work and 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 think that they're uh, equal to men? Is that right? 
Well, I feel like what are we talk? Which, which equal are we talking about? You know how are these women now think that equal, they're. Or are we talking about in the household? You know how women think today that they are equal to a man, and that if a man can do it, they can do it too, and all that crap. And so you have a lot of these women that want to go to work, and they are married, they have children, but their their egos are so big, they will sacrifice their children's life in the public school rather than stay home and. Watch over the man's children, raise them, you know, clean the is house. He bringing up, is he bringing in enough money? Yeah, he's okay, taking he, care of them. But, he's taking care of them. He so, goes to work too. But they don't have love for the children. It's all about their ego. Should that be happening? Well, ego should never be in anyone's right. picture. So a woman that ha is married with children should not be going to work. I cannot say that because a woman can be very passionate about what she does. But it means that she doesn't love the children, though. She no, sacrificed the kids for her ego. A woman who birthed a child, it's very hard for a woman who birthed a child out of her own womb to not have love for those children. Women don't have love. What? Yeah. That is impossible. No. It's that told, is impossible. It's possible. Which it's women are you meeting out here? We got to get you some other people you meet. <laughs> because I'm talking about there are but, so many ambitious women. You, you. I like, know, but it's crazy. That's why the world going to hell in a handbasket. No, the world is not going to hell in the handbasket because the women think they're equal. They the do. World, the world is actually gaining a better place and the world what? is going to a higher state. What yes, world are you living in? I'm living in the same world you live in. You're not in. paying attention. I am paying attention to everything. I'm paying attention to people having more opportunities. People are people are actually wanting to be together more. This summer, we had the Black Lives Matter movement. There has never been a step for more Black Lives Matter protests than all around the world. I mean, and I'm talking about, you ain't got to ask me, you could check the web in China and Japan. I'm talking about Asians and Latinos and everything. Like, when I saw the... Um, you thought that was a good thing? Yes, that's a good Let thing. Let me ask you this. I'm talking about that's the world that. getting better in my place. Does really? it does does that mean that there are not issues that we still need to handle? No, that does not mean that. That means we still got issues to handle. But my perception of the world is always going to be better because I, and 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 because I think that that's what I see. Let me ask you this: um, Is there a difference between men and women? Yes, there is. There's What's gender. the difference between men other than gender? What's the difference between men and women? Well, I don't think anything other than than gender. You know, I think there's no difference other than gender. You know, really? gender like because gender gives us some very distinct differences. Men, you know, physically women have the leg power. Uh, you know, men have the chest power, you know, their upper body because they are meant to carry and, and right. bear. We are meant to stand and, you know, that's Did, uh, physically different. Was women created to lead or to follow? Women was created to submit to her husband. Yes. And her husband was created to respect his wife. So were women so, created to lead or to follow? So I feel like we were created to submit to the Lord and to follow a man who has submitted to the Lord first. So were women uh, created to lead or to follow? So that would be to follow. Right. Yeah. And so they were created to follow. Why do they think they can lead? Well, you have, see, you're generalizing they, okay, because some women are having to lead. So that's, you have to consider those women if there is not a man present, father being gone, dead, whatever the reason is, those women are having to leave. So they are in a different category. When you talk about women who are in the household where they want to lead a man, that is a whole different thing. That may be ego, you know, like you said earlier. And I don't, I don't agree with ego for the woman or the man. So... That's a whole different thing. But women who want to lead on the workforce, lead their passions, lead their jobs, executive produce, produce like those women. Th that's something that the Lord is putting inside of those women where but they the want Lord to never, rise up. The Lord never changed any rules that he's created. And he wait, has wait, created women. He, never did what? He, he will not change one iota of his order to life. 
And so he didn't make women to be leaders. He made them to be followers, right? So, and so even if they are like in these positions at work and other places trying to be leaders, they're still not doing a very good job because it's not in their nature to lead. It's no, like you got to no, pretend no, no, that they're no, leading. No, no, no. I think you have, you're It's like Bruce Jenner putting on a dress and you pretend it's a woman. It's like when women are put in leadership positions, you have to pretend they're leading when you know that they're not. But see, Isn't that I right? think, I, no, I completely disagree because while the woman is submitting to her husband, her husband is respecting her enough to get her opinion on things. So she is still subliminally leading. But every Even time he listens to her, he suffer. No. That, so, a every woman, time the man no. listens to the woman, he suffers. I'm so sorry this happened to you. <laughs> I counsel with men every day around the world okay. of all races, all categories. And they say that. And they say every time they listen to the woman, they suffer. It's okay. a bad mistake. But Even God too, said that. God said when, because you listen to the woman, you no, will suffer. No. No what? No. God did not say you he listen to the woman, you, you will suffer. You want to put money on it? I want to put money on it right now. Look up the Bible. Somebody, somebody, please. When get the Adam, Bible first. Are you a Christian? Yes. You're a Christian? Yes, I am. How do you know you're a Christian? I am, because I have accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. Oh, so. I see. And when God told Adam, because you listen to the woman, you shall suffer. When she was in the garden of Eden and she case. has listened to the, no, but that doesn't I'll mean you listen case. to all women. My case it, is resting. But it also He said, said the woman. That meant woman, period. Because women don't have sound mind, they have illogical mind. No, and that's see, and now you're not you're in the same see, you can't pick and choose what you take from the Bible to use it to your advantage because the Lord says he does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of but, sound but mind. So that means that he is not giving the man that, he's giving uh, all of us that. So we all have love, power, and sound mind. Women don't that have means love. that we can consult we can be consulted with because we no. have sound mind. Uh uh-uh. uh. Women so, don't have sound mind. What? Uh uh-uh. that women are up and down. If the thought sounds like a good thought, they're into it. So if it sounds like mean, a bad so thought, you're they're saying, into it. No no. Not that's the but, women you might know. No, that's so, all no, women. that is not all women. So that's so so you're saying basically every man that you know makes great decisions and every woman that you know makes bad decisions the man that has not been born of his father he is just, he has his mother's nature how could he have not been born of his father when he's in, in existence because when he's first born he's born of the woman and all human beings who are born of the woman are dying and then that's why god every said, human being is born of the woman right that's why they're all born in sin that's why they're born. No, with a they're not. Mind. They're not born in sin. They're born in sin because of Adam's sin. But they're saved by the blood of Jesus no, Christ. But so, what it is, they're not born that way. But because they're born into crazy families where the mothers are running things, the women turn the children away from the father and recreate her them in her image, and so they so become that, like the mother. But so, I got to ask you this though. Um, <laughs> Remember God said, because you listen to the woman, you shall suffer, right? <laughs> because Adam listened to the woman, but he God shall suffer. But God did say that, right? Because Adam listened to the woman, she shall suffer. Right. Because you cannot, but God no, you did cannot say take, that, right? but you cannot manipulate I the Bible one, no. for what you want it to mean. No, I want to establish. Did God say that? You need to say the context of what it means. Did God say that? Okay, I need to look it up. I, so now, you I, never I read in Genesis. You, can, you never read in Genesis that God I said to Adam. Look, I wish I had my phone because I would need to look it up. Because I can't word? trust you. Yes, I do. You never read that in the word. I have read the word, but I don't remember it word for word. But I remember the necessary guidance of it, and to also look at the context of what it said. You're generalizing that to be like God just said, does not do not listen to the woman right. when He's meaning Adam listening to Eve in the Garden of Eden. And Eve is an example of all women. Okay, but is, this is, is that their right? Situation. Is that right? This is Wait, their I, situation. Is that right or not? 
Okay, Adam that and is Eve is an right. example for all. Yeah. Adam and Eve yeah. is an example of a woman and a man. Okay. But he gives us will to choose, which is why we can choose him again and we can choose better decisions. He also gives us the Holy Spirit who guides our decision and whispers to us decision. Yeah. That woman can receive the Holy yeah. Spirit as well and also have yeah. great decisions. Yeah, let's bring this home. Bring it in. Hold on. Okay. So did God say to Adam, I need to look it up because now I woman, can't trust you because your your perception you know, yeah. of okay, life, I can't that. trust it. Let's I need to look it, it up. Who does somebody have a the verb, uh, the Bible verse? No. But yeah, listen. Did Adam listen to the woman? Yes, he did. And as a result, that man was man turned away from God when Adam listened to the woman. As a result, man sinned. He would turn away from the father, right? Uh, man sinned. That means turned away from the father, right? Okay, man sinned. Does I won't mean, say turned away from the father because the father still brought up what, uh, Jesus Christ know, to but, redeem his people. So Adam listened to the woman, right? Okay. Yes. Adam listened to Eve. Right. Is Eve a woman. woman? Yes, she is. So Adam listened to the woman, right? Okay. And then the woman listened to Satan, right? And the woman was deceived by Satan. But she, so that means she listened deceived to deceived by so Satan. So that means she believes. Do you see the word De deceived? Does that deceive. means deceived is trickery. Yeah. That yeah. means someone. Yeah. Yeah. But also Satan was yeah. a man, yeah. a male. Yeah. So that Bring means she home. was deceived by the male into deceiving another male. Yeah, listen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Deceived means that the woman believed the serpent. Deceived means so he tricked her because she believed him, right? Okay, because Did he she believe was the him? beginning yeah, evil. Yeah, you're not answering my question. He was the beginning evil. Yeah, we okay. run out of time. You're we not are? answering my. Is there time? Yeah. Did the woman was Eve deceived by Satan because she listened to him? Yes. And she believed what he said, right? Yes. And once she believed, it Satan become her god. No. He did no. become a god. No, no. Satan caused them to fall from grace. Why well, ever have it? But then, the, then Satan become the woman's god. No, he did when not. She believed no, him. no, he did not become he did. her god. No, he never. Now, now I know for a fact he never no. became her god. He became a he god. Caused her to fall from grace and she, because she believed in him. Because she I got, was deceived by him. Right, and deceived means to believe. No, deceived means to be tricked into a false can, can, statement. Can you be tricked if you don't believe it? You can be, well, yeah, you have to believe it to be so, deceived. So Eve, but she did not believe in him. You're <laughs> trying to, you're trying to say that now Eve started to believe in the devil. No, Eve did not become a devil worshiper. Eve was deceived by no, the Eve devil. Became a devil. Brought worshiper. it to Adam. Okay, and that's what caused their fall from grace. Because he believed Satan. Okay. And Satan so, became her God. So to bring and it. And then she went and deceived Adam, and the woman became Adam God, right? No, the woman never became Adam when God. She because when in God him, came to the. God walked in the garden later on that day, and they were clothed. Let me ask you and this. And God was like, Who told you that you were naked? And they both said that the and, woman and, was deceived yeah. by the serpent. Let me ask you this. Um, they never. But I say that women Satan. don't have love. You what? I say that women do not have love. That's impossible. Why? Because, first of all, I'm a woman. I have so much love. And how do you know you have love? Because I am a loving person. How I, do you know I that? I feel the love in the inside of me. That's and what how does I know. it feel like? And it feels wholesome and peaceful and joyous. It does? Yes. And where did your love come from? And my love comes directly from the Lord. And the Lord has taught me self-love, which is how I can love everybody else. Really? Yeah. Women don't have love bec uh, because of Satan being their daddy. And when they when they're growing up, the mother keep them away from their earthly father and recreate them. And women, oh, let me ask you this. If women have love, why... <laughs> Why do they screw up the children? I'm Why so do the children sorry become this happened to you? This is not everyone's story. Why do you children are become generalizing? Let me ask you this: If women have question. love, if women have love, why do they? Why do the kids become drug addicts and sex addicts and gang members and 
and angry and and all that if the woman has love. Okay, because they are, she is raising a child who is also being exposed to another whole environment. So th let's take, for instance, the sex, the sex addict, which comes by a lot of times by way of sexual abuse. A lot of times it's not the mother that's sexually abused. But them. it's the mother it that is, set the kids up for that. No, she didn't set because them up. Because she doesn't have love, she only has hate. Oh, my God. Did, is that what happened to you? That's what happened to all human beings. No, that's not what happened to all human beings. Uh -huh. There are so many great people out here. No. And I'm sorry that you aren't no. being exposed to them. I got it because of time. Um, in one of your um, acts, you mm -hmm. talk about how uh, men are home. You had a son who was an adult son, right, in your act. And he no, was I don't still, have an adult son. No, in the act, in the, com in the comedy act. No, I don't have an adult son. Well, your son is still live with you in this act, and he's a grown no, man. No, I don't have an act that says he's a grown man. What it says? Uh, you, uh, you have a funny comedy skit where you play black mother with a grown son. Okay, that's an, a skit. That's an, a, a that's thing what with I'm a script. About. Okay, right. yes, but not in my comedy act. Nowadays... Grown, especially black men, but not only white men are doing it too, are living at home with mama after 18 years old. Why is that? Because they can't financially, if, if a man is living at home, he cannot afford to be on his own. Why not? Because he, he doesn't have the finances. Why not? I mean, he might not be employed or his employment may not be paying enough for the Places that he, you know, the place that he... Is that an abnormal state of being or normal for a man to be at home with mama after 18? It's, it's not abnormal. It's not abnormal? No, it's not abnormal. The mothers tend to push the girls out before they would the, the grown son. Why is that? The mothers aren't pushing the girls out before the girls they, are ready to go. But the mother make people, them that way. I think that your experience has shaped your opinion. Why do your, the mother your, keep the son at home no, after there's, 18? There's no mother that's keeping her son at it's home. It's happening all over. Okay, I but, know for a fact that it's to happening. Tell me. Okay, so. And so, you know it's happening too. Why are you denying it? I'm not denying you, that you children know that. are over 18, but like if you take, a, for instance, a well-to-do family, a family with a huge home, okay, what would be the purpose of them rushing an 18-year-old, an which is technically still a young-minded child? Now, they are of grown age, but a family with a huge home, a child that works, they have a car, they have a basement apartment. What would be the reason that they would be rushing this child into uh, an apartment when he can stay at home, save, and move out when he's financially stable? What would be the purpose of him them now rushing him out? So he could grow up and deal with the issues in life. He's never he going to deal grow with... Up from let me home? answer the question. He's never going to deal with... You're telling me that you question. don't know any great parents he's that never has raised deal with, their children. You're no. telling me that you don't know any great parents that have raised their children and let them stay at home until they was 25 and moved on and got married or whatever. You don't know any great situations. Any, you don't know any let me great answer the mothers question. that have raised Because of time, their I got to answer the question. Any time, uh, any woman. Wait a minute. Any, you don't any know woman any great mothers that have raised their children to a great standard and have sent them off to a great living. You don't know anyone of that sort. No. You don't know any great fathers, any great relationships that have resulted in children being upstanding people. You don't know anyone personally yourself. Not like that. You don't well, know hey, any man that has a great wife. Yeah, let me respond to something. Okay. Um, any man that is home after 18, because he is a man at 18. He's not a child. He's not what mama's boy. What if he's boy. autistic? He, what he, if he's autistic? But you, put he some, should, you should put him wait, out too? With all being equal, all being normal, a mother that let a child, a boy stay home after 18 years old doesn't love that child. She's what using that child for her own. Letting, so what if the father is too? She's using that boy for her own personal ego needs. 
and she's ruining his life because he's not going to grow up at home under mama's scritch tail. He's going to grow up going out in the world and dealing with life and dealing with issues. You know, look at the black men. They're not worth a dime now because they stay home with mama. You are a black man. You're not worth a dime? I'm worth more than a dime. You know why? Because my parents raised me to work, to be responsible. And at 18, I was a grown man. I had to go. And when black people had so class, that's what they are did. You, do you have children? I do. Okay. So your children are not worth a dime. No, they're amazing now because of me. Because of you yeah. only. And their I, mother had nothing to do with it. She, she had nothing she to was do. Emotional. She watched over. She imposed her will on them. But I, I would, are you divorced? I was sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm not married. Okay. And you, how long has that been? She did. Your wife is dead. My son mother is dead. Okay. She is dead as a doorknob. But here's the point I want to make before we leave. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, I've noticed that the average black man today is not worth a dime. Your son but isn't I, worth a dime. But That's what I was you're growing telling up, me. Listen, your son yeah, isn't worth yeah. a dime because the average black man, you cannot on, speak yeah. for the average black man when yeah. you have a black son. So you're telling yeah. me, your son, you're telling me my on son national is not television, every black man. your son is not worth a dime my because you can't is, trash my every son black has man his own unless you include your black son. My son has his own business. He has his own homes. He's married. He had a kid because I made him get out there and go through tough so times. So to sum it up, your son isn't worth a dime. My son is amazing. Okay. But the average black man, because he's been home with mama. The average black man is your son who aver- isn't no, worth a dime. that's not true. That's not true. That's what the you're The average me? black man that's been at home with mama is no good today. Why do you think the black women are out of control? The men are not guiding them. I'm so sorry that this is your perception but I gotta move on of your own race. Let me ask you. Race. The, the, the Do man, you think the white 18-year-old male is better than the black 18-year-old male? A lot of them are starting to be kept at home as well, but the Do average one is doing better than... Do you think the white male, yeah, they're the better? Male, the average one is doing better than the black male today. Okay. That means there is a lacking of self-love for yourself because I see so many young, upstanding black men. And I see so many young, upstanding men. Let me ask you this. Because they have a great foundation who is their mother and their father. I got to ask you this because of time. Um, Didn't the man come from God? Both the man and the woman come from God. Didn't the man come from God? Yes, he did. And did the woman come from the man? Yes, and so the woman is subject to the man as man is subject to God. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to ask you, um, black, do you believe that racism exists? Yes. You do believe that racism exists? Yes. And what's your proof of that? Oh, my, pr- first of all, my proof of that was right here saying that you would not be hiring us because of our hair. Y'all going to have to comb that hair. Okay. <laughs> that ain't so that's work. how I know. It exists all day long. Well, that's really prejudice. But racism exists because there are companies who will simply not hire people of different ethnicities, uh, you know, and provide them with the opportunities that they know they can have based on skin color, based on How do you know that? Because it's statistically out there. But how do you know that personally? As a Christian woman, how do you know that? Well, as a Christian woman, I experienced it myself all the time you know and how do you know do they tell you i don't want you because you're black well no but well, how do you know that then? you're not getting opportunities because you are and when you how see, do you know that and when you see who has gotten the opportunity and they are less qualified then you know that racism played a part of that how do you know that i just told you you just assume it no i'm telling you that when you see who has been granted the opportunity and has been less qualified, then you know that it has been a racist act. Um, black people now, because of this whole Black Lives Matter mess, did you support Black Lives Matter? I do support Black but Lives Black Matter. But Black Lives Matter was founded about a bunch of fat, black, radical, socialist, communist, lesbian who hate God, who hate the uh, nuclear family. As a Christian, why would you support that? Do you believe that your black life matters? My life matters, but that's and not your, what they but your really. your life mean. is not black? That's not what they. Is your life black? No. Okay, so your My life, life is, is amazingly white. Okay, 
So your amazingly white life matters. That's what amazing. you're telling me. Yes. Okay. But, but did you support Black, Black Lives Matter? Do not. Did you support matter. the organization Black Lives Matter? I support Black Lives Matter. Knowing that they hate God, they hate the nuclear family. I don't worry about a bunch of fat Black radical lesbians. <laughs> First of all, I don't worry about the origin of the and, and you're first of all you're dead wrong because this guy Hawksum created the black lives I'm matter i'm dead wrong movement. about what the, about this, it being a bunch of fat i've interviewed these people on the show guys, already and they created and they the ran. black lives matter movement patricia patricia patrice colors you know okay. who they no i don't know uh, who patrice colors is but i do know you don't the know guy black lives matter them. you don't know black lives matter then. okay maybe that's why you support them um, I being a Christian, the God said, of, wait a minute, because we've been threatening with time for all this time, but somehow we still have it. I support black lives mattering. That is whether it's being taken out by the police, whether it's being taken out by another young black male, whether it's being taken out by car accident. I wholly and fully support the Black Lives Matter right. movement because we matter. Let me and ask you it this. Is only the, it has only been created because of the justice system not giving those ju the justice sentences out to people who have taken if black, black lives. If Black Lives Matter, why don't, why don't the blacks do something about the black on black crime? Like in Chicago, I want killing. that to be done why, as well. If Black Lives Matter, then why are they over there protesting? I want, I want, I'm asking the, you, why are they I doing it? I want that to be why done doing as it? well. Why are they not they doing it? They are protesting. No, and they're I not. I have seen, I have seen hey, some you, protests uh -uh. online. Not from Black Lives Matter. Okay, I have... Well, I don't know if it's specifically the Black Lives Matter, but I'm talking about black people have been protesting online with the Stop the Violence movement. I'm not sure if it's been a Black Lives Matter movement. No, it hasn't. I can't trust your word because of your perception of black people. So I can say what, that I have what been my perception of black your people? Perception, you don't you think all black men not are all but most. you think all black mothers are not the all worst? But most. No, I, not all, not if, all, not all, but so most. What I'm telling you is if most if your perception is most black people are bad, I can't trust your word. But that's word what the whole anything. world perception. No, that's not the whole world oh, perception. Yeah, they're just not saying it. No, that's not the White whole people are afraid perception. to tell blacks the truth. No, that's not the whole world's Because perception. they don't want to be called racist. But let me ask you this. Um, so, so every white person, what you're telling me is most white people are good. Is that what your no, perception is? No, If they were good, they would so be telling black no, people the no truth. No white people are racist. That's what you're telling me? Racism doesn't exist. Oh, my God. You believe it does, right? Yes, I do. So God said that our battle is a spiritual battle, a warfare between good and evil. We wrestle not against flesh, flesh and, blood, and blood, but against spirits and principalities. So you, is God lying? No, God is then not lying. Then why do you believe racism is this? Oh, because that, that's the principalities. The racism would be the principalities of the Bible. God didn't say that's, that. Yeah, but no, because he doesn't have to say the word racism for that to fall in the same category of principalities. So you're just making that's that what, part up No, too? I'm not making that part up at all. Do you you're love white people? Yes, of course I love white people. Okay. Yeah. So I got to put you on the hot seat. I'm not, I haven't been on the hot seat already. <laughs> but the, this hot seat is where you got to answer the question as quickly as possible. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all, right. am I being punked? <laughs> but before I, I put you on the, before I put you on the hot seat, do you sin? Yeah, yeah. A Christian, and you still sin? Yeah. Okay. Um, I got to put you on the hot seat, so I need you to answer these questions as quickly as possible okay all right i'm gonna try true or false i'm sorry <laughs> i'm gonna try but i can't trust you now why not <laughs> because you're just the hot seat true or false false uh, whatever it is true or false jesus <laughs> is black jesus is black true do you love white people true uh, true or false? Black people are always late. False. Do you trust Bill Gates? No, I do not. Did Big Mama Michelle eat up all the ribs? I don't know who Big Mama Michelle is. Obama's wife. Did she eat up all the ribs? No, she wouldn't have ate up ribs. <laughs> no, um, she would have had chicken cutlets over a salad. That's Michelle. Do you love the great white? Do, do you love the great white hope? 
What is the Great White Hope? Donald Trump. I'm, I have no comment. <laughs> Will the Great White Hope win the presidency in, again in 2024? I have no comment. Have you ever met a white supremacist? Uh, yes, I'm sure I meet them every day, but I can't distinguish them because that's what it is. Why do black people believe that white people are superior to them? Black people don't believe white people are superior. White people they always be, white people feel inferior, and that's why they have created the white supremacist attitude and movement. But black people always white people say, subliminally feel su- inferior, and that is why there's a white supremacist uh, movement. Black because people always you cannot even try to make yourself feel supreme unless you feel that these other people feel supreme as well and you actually feel but the black people are the one that call white people white supremacists white people don't call themselves that what white people do not call themselves they call themselves they say white power all the time where they say this is our country all the time it is no this is not their country it is no this but we'll get back to that true or false megan is the worst thing that ever happened to prince harris false uh, what is love? Love is God. What is a man? What is a man? Uh, the male species. Have you ever dated a white man? Yes. You're a little traitor. No, I'm not. You're sleeping with the enemy. No, I'm not sleeping with the enemy. But when you sleep with the white man, is the white man the I'm, enemy? I'm talking about, I feel like you sleeping with the white man too, how much you hate black people. Well, what do you, why are you sleeping you with definitely, the you definitely, you are the king traitor of all times. Why are you sleeping with the enemy? No, I'm not, this, this is in the past. Oh, you don't sleep with him anymore? No. Um, my other last question is, um, did you have fun? On the, on the show? Yeah. Yes, I did. Thank you. (laughs) That one was easy. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming. Tell the folks how to get your music, how to watch your show and all that stuff. Yes, thank you so much for having me on there. Um, Guys, you can get my music. You can go to my website, which is IamDelHarrison.com. I'm going to say it for you again. I am DELHarrison.com. That is also how you follow me on social media. Also, I host a radio show Sundays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. West Coast. It's called Up Late with Sha and Dell at 108soul.com. That's every Sunday at 10 p.m. But to find out that and to consistently get a reminder, you can just follow me on Instagram at I am DEL Harrison. Thank you guys so much. And thank you so much, Jesse, yeah, for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> Did you know I started White History Month? Oh, my God. Is the show over? <laughs> July is White History Month. July is? Yeah. Oh, okay. and We just celebrated four years of White History Month. And the reason I do it in July because if you notice, and I know you're going to be honest about this one, July just feels white. Uh, okay. That was your, that was your jab at stand-up? <laughs> Let me get some water. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. I totally appreciate it. Let me hear from you. Don't forget to like, follow, tweet, ring the bell, and check out Patreon. We are now on Patreon. Just hit the link there in the search. All right? Thank you so much. And thank you again, Dad. Thank you so much. Next time on The Fallen State. Are you a liberal? No. I'm a conservative progressive. I would call you pretty self-hating black man. It's just that you say things like, I'm black and I'm slow. Jesse, I scored in the top 5% of my entire state. I guarantee you, you didn't earn it. Oh, see, that's that internalized racism. And you were traumatized by George Floyd? For sure. What? What did you think about the blacks attacking the Asians? Oh, well, I'm sorry. I thought that the FBI actually released information that detailed that the vast majority of hate crimes against Asian Americans were coming from white people. Sure, I love white people, but I love my dog, too. Why do you do my voice so high like that? Uh, Knock that off. I'm a black man, and I identify with blackness. Amazing. Is it?
Thanks for watching the Father State. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe. Support my nonprofit at rebuildingdemand.com and tell everybody and their mama about the show. You know how black women go off, right? Well, you know. You ain't li- you're not like that. <laughs> All right. Now help me down these stairs yeah, like a down. black gentleman. Come down this way. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>